0: Now here's the best Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. True good friend Jimbo here. Back again, two weeks in a row, on time. You know, maybe it's maybe it's a, a good thing now. Um, unlike Mr. Conor McGregor, his outcome. And it's kind of, I mean, not funny what happened to him, but it's kind of funny too that It's his uh, birthday week, so he gets suspended with a a broken leg now. But um, not too, too much to talk about today. It's kind of a slow news week, uh, sports news week here. So obviously we're going to talk a little bit about UFC 264, McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. Obviously everybody knows what happened so far. So we're going to talk about, you know, where does Conor go from here? Where does UFC go from here? Some of the UFC fighters chiming in about some things that have happened. Um, and our guys over at the NSRA League um, Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series was back this past Friday at Twin Ring Otege. And pretty much like the whole season, I mean, it was a very um, entertaining race. And before we get into talking about that, though, um, head over to sports.net so that way you can follow all of our social media accounts because sometimes I live tweet during the UFC fights or um, Bare Knuckle, which will be next Friday. So no, no picks uh, this week. And then also um, head over to www.BuyMeACoffee.com STSports in case you want a different way to uh, help support the, the podcast. You could, you know, buy me buy me a beer like uh, Scott Crump did this past week. Thank you, Scott, for the the, the support there. Um, and we didn't get no phone calls this week um, of any comments or questions for our STS chat segment. And I'm pretty sure there may be some after how what I'm going to say about the whole Conor McGregor situation. So if there's any comments that you would like to bring up about my opinions or any questions all you gotta do is dial 612-STS-CHAT which is 612-787-2428 and that way I'll have you on the air I'll answer your questions or make a rebuttal to any of your comments It's a good way to get you guys uh, involved with the show and that's what I'm trying to do here is get you guys involved with the show Plus on our Twitter accounts and our Facebook accounts, um, so like I said, this past Friday, the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series was back after a week break for the Fourth of July um, over on Three y TV on YouTube. And it was good to, to hear Peter and Drew uh, back commentating for the uh, the race and and chatting with some of the the regulars, as we'll call them. Um, in the chat room during the race, but, um, early on, there was a little bit of, a, a little bit of drama there. Um, Chris Darling and Ben, Ben Izinga had a little, little um, little fist of cuffs, if you want to call it that. I guess, uh, Ben was trying to make a move on Chris or, or, or whatnot, and, you know, kind of clipped Chris a little bit there, and Chris seemed like he didn't take exception to that that well and uh Roughly about a lap later They got into it again both. I think both of them spun out if not both, you know, Ben definitely got spun out a um, few laps later happened again and I believe that's when uh, Ben Izinga um, Pulled the car to the, the garage and called it a night um, Feel bad for Chris Darlin um, you know, I had a good start to the season, and it just seems like the past, I want to say five, six races, just been having bad luck. I, uh, I know, you know, this past one he didn't finish that well. The one before that, which I think was Darlington, he finished like fourth there. But, but all those other races, the last five or six, you know, fifteenth or twentieth place. But he is locked into the chase, so it's not like he's in any danger of missing out of the championship chase. Um, but, you know, Andrew Himmelman, Himmelman sorry about that, Andrew, um, did take the poll and did decide to not take the butt kicker challenge this week because JT Poole ended up taking the, um, the challenge the week before, the race before, and won it. So, we're back down to, I believe it's like $5 a week for every race that it's not taken. And, you know, sticking with Andrew Himmelman here, I mean, he had a hell of a race. You know, he led like 83 laps, so he had like the most laps led. Um, and towards the end there, you know, James Lorello, our STS driver, um, the first half of the race, just kind of, you know, hanging out. It seemed like he just couldn't figure out um the racetrack or some of the how to catch up to some of the racers but that second half of the race he just turned it on and got up to the front there and for a good few laps him and andrew had a good battle Um, back and forth you could see uh, james trying to set up some moves to to get around andrew and andrew was able to hold him off a few times Um, but then unfortunately uh towards the end of the race there with just a few laps to go um i believe it was like 17 or 18 laps left to go he was coming out of the one turn and just slid up the the track there and hit the wall and james was able to actually uh win the race you know so this was his second win on the season for the sts sports truck um this season and even after Andrew hit the the wall, just touch on, give Mitchell Adams a little bit of a shout out here. Even he came on strong at the end there with uh, end, And it helped him also because he, there was a caution with about 14, 15 laps to go. So obviously he was able to reset the lines and everything. But unfortunately, like I said, James was able to hold him off but it, was, it was a nice race for mitchell i felt bad for andrew you know uh, like i said a hell of a race there uh go, you know going up against james and, and things like that but um this week i think we're at daytona i forgot to write that one down i think it's daytona um so obviously you know you can keep the eye out for the the big one as they would call it and this is the last race before the chase. So this this race here is going to decide it all. Um, there's, I believe, three spots or two spots still open to be claimed um, to run you know in, in the chase to have the a, 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 a chance at the the championship to this. Stay tuned sports podcast championship and which brings me to my three racers to watch this week first one is actually one I had from last week uh, Jeff Price and it was kind of interesting because at the time I believe he was like 40 or 50 points out of um, the last spot and I said he would need a really good finish these next two races and a little help from those guys that are in the nine and 10 spot to be able to jump back up in there and and secure a spot in the chase. Well, that's exactly what happened uh, last week, last Friday. He was able to come in, I believe it was like third. Um, Yeah, I think it was third. So he gained a lot of points. And now he is only one point out of the final spot. Of the chase, Seemed like the past few races he's been consistent. You know he's been up there, but that's that's the thing with racing is it all it takes is one little mess up by someone that could wipe out the field, and you can go from fifteenth to fifth, just like that in a blink of an eye. Especially now with Daytona, because one car could take out twenty cars, and. I kind of like Jeff. You know, I like his personality when he does get in the, up on the podium there to uh, talk to Drew and, and Peter. So I'm kind of pulling for him. It'd be nice to kind of see him in the chase there. So that's that's my first um, racer there to uh, to watch for this weekend. My second one is Ben Adams. He came in fourth last week. Um, had a hell of a race. I think he even was up to second place at one point. Him and Mitchell Adams were having a good battle there. Um... Right now he is in like eighth or ninth um, of the the chase, so he's in the chase. Just needs to lock it up now. um He's been in the top tens a lot this year. I mean, the, the majority of the races he's been in, in the top tens, and you know if he just gets a to top ten. I can't see how he would lose a spot you know uh, in the chase so I think he, he's pretty set as long as he has a, a decent finish here if he gets another top 10 can't argue that he won't be in the chase then the last one is Chris darling um yes he's locked in the chase you know you're probably like Jimbo well why you know why do you have Chris darling he's locked in the chase there um, he's got a spot secured because he has a win. It's one thing to have a, a, a win and be secured to, to go in this chase, but you need some momentum heading into this. And unfortunately, like I said earlier, that's that's not what Chris has had the past few weeks. And I think this week will be the week that he is able to uh, break out of that little funk and get some momentum going into the the championship chase here um, other than that like I said it should be a hell of a race it's been an awesome season so far as a fan not really one bad race I could think of on top of my head um, so definitely you guys should t- uh, tune in Friday night 9 o'clock over on 3Y TV on YouTube and make sure you guys follow these guys in the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series. So this next segment is our Combat Corner, which is sponsored by BetAngles. Live scores, odds, and the best expert picks every day. Start winning today at BetAngles.com UFC 264 was this last weekend, and a lot of, um, a lot of entertainment um, some controversy with guess who Herb Dean and you know I'm gonna gonna kick the segment off talking about this uh, before we get into the whole Connor thing so kicking off the card it was Sugar Sean O'Malley um, versus Chris Matinho now Chris this was his UFC debut, and he took it on like a week and a half notice. Okay, first off, I'm not making fun of the kid, but I guess in a way I am. He came out with this green hair. that I don't know if you guys ever played, uh, I think it was a Super Nintendo game, but you could also play it on the computer. Lemmings. We had like you know these little green-haired guys walking around. You had to build up ladders and stuff to safety, and I thought it was a really cool game. But that's what this kid looked like, and I'm thinking, man, he is going to get mauled. By O'Malley. You know. O'Malley has beaten some good competition. Um, lost. One fight to. Marlon Vera. And mostly because he. Sprained his ankle. Or whatever it was. And. I'll tell you what. I'm probably going to start following this kid. Because he was a freaking beast. He took every shot that O'Malley sent to him every kick i mean yes he was bruised and battered and and just disfigured by the end of the fight but he showed a lot of heart and even i wouldn't be surprised if there was one you know one of the rounds he took from o'malley from at least one of the judges um he just constant pressure kept kept going forward o'malley you know he was landing the punches and started getting a little cocky and um, a couple times I think O'Malley got lucky because Chris was connecting now you know honestly I, I wouldn't mind seeing these guys fight again because it ended up getting fight at night which is awesome to begin with you know for, for a guy that is uh, making his UFC debut it just showed that he didn't let the the lights or the the, the stardom of O'Malley get to him He just looked at his as another fight and said, let's go. The controversy was, this was a three-round fight, five minutes each, so 15, 12 minutes. Yes, he was pressuring O'Malley, but O'Malley was picking him apart. Um, Swollen face, swollen nose, but Herb Dean never stepped in until 30 seconds left in the fight in the third round. Now I mean Twitter just totally blew up on Herb Dean about that and so did I. It's one thing to say you're stopping it because he's taking too much damage, but you already let him fight 14 and a half minutes. What really is gonna happen in the next 30 seconds? He He's shown that O'Malley's punches weren't rocking him, weren't knocking him down, let the kid finish you know he 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 was even like i said pressing forward who who could have say he connected on one and knocked out o'malley but you took that chance away from him and you know i like herb dean you know i i i used to think he was one of the best in the business and he's getting up there with um the one ref from a few years ago that hasn't refed in a few years because he started to have some bad decisions i think the the fighting commissions should start looking into this and maybe give herb dean like a a little break maybe you know maybe needs to get his batteries recharged or get his head cleared or something like that but Man, you, you you let the kid fight 14 and a half minutes out of 15 minutes and then you decide to say, nope, you're good. You're done. Come on, man. But Chris Montino, I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for him and hopefully, you know, UFC gives him another fight, gives him another chance. I hope this wasn't just a one and done type deal. I'm not sure what uh, Dana White said at, at his press conference. I didn't get a chance to see that one. But I'm sure Dana had some good praises for him. If he ended up giving both of those guys the fight of the night award. The other fight that um, made me happy. Was the, the Greg Hardy tied to a Vesa fight. Now, even though I took Greg Hardy last week as... The one to win. I thought maybe he'd be quicker. Ty was the more powerful one. Knocked him out. And it was so nice to see him just get pummeled. And I'm hoping the UFC now just ends this whole Greg Hardy experiment. Because it seems like every fight he's been in, there's some type of issue. You know, a few fights ago, he had the the thing for his asthma. You know, his uh, inhaler. Um, a couple fights earlier, he, there was another issue. Like it just seemed like there's always some type of issue, and now it's showing that he can't beat top, you know, top competition. I don't know if Hardy thought he could just punch his way through people, like he did to his ex-girlfriend at the time. I know, you know, proven until, you know, not guilty until proven, whatever. But um, he's not good. You know, and now he wants to go to boxing, and on top of that, he was talking shit to uh, Derek Lewis. Dude, Derek Lewis would punch a hole right through your face. But that was nice to see Greg Hardy lose again. So, moving on to the main topic of UFC 264 Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. Obviously, if you've been living underneath a rock, um, Conor McGregor broke his leg. With just seconds left in the first round, I've been seeing comments from both fan bases. Some saying, "You know, fight was over anyways. Dustin was dominating. Connor just needed another, you know, second round to to make small adjustments, and he would have been able to to pull out the win." <clears throat> Here's my opinion. Connor had a good start. And I, I, it wasn't dominant, but it was a good start. Um, I think he was connecting and, and had the advantage slightly in the stand-up. But the the one time Connor tried to take Dustin down to the ground, had him in a guillotine, which I thought he had him. You know, he he had it pretty close, but Dustin was able to get his head out and just pummeled him you know connor was able to land some shots but you know definitely dustin was more dominant on the ground than he was standing up then at the end of the first round there connor went to set his foot to to throw a punch and leg just broke it was basically anderson silva not as bad but that bad looking bell rang Doctor ended up you know stopping it obviously. So no second round. Dustin Poirier wins the fight and now we'll fight Charles Charles Oliveira. Um sometime later this year. The antics weren't over between the two. Um Connor sitting there, Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, take a little sidestep here. I-, I wish they wouldn't interview people when you know, okay, Connor broke his leg, don't interview him. Um when there's a nasty, nasty knockout, don't interview him. Because they don't know what's going on yet. Like Connor, he was you know, I'd be willing that pure adrenaline was still running and he was spitting off just not right things. You know, you're screaming at Dustin Poirier after he won that you're going to kill him in his hotel room. This fight's not over, I'm gonna kill you that's there's one one thing to promote a fight but there's there's lines in everything and this one I'm sorry I think Connor went over top I understand that you know like I says I'm adrenaline's pumping he's um, upset of how the fight ended gotta have more better composure though and you know so getting back on track here. Where does Connor go from here? You know, I said last week, this is his legacy is on the line. There's a couple people out there saying, well, you got to do the rematch. You got to do Dustin Poirier versus um, Connor 4. And I say, no. Like, what's that going to prove? You know, you, you got knocked out second time. Okay, you knocked him out the first time. Yes, it was... A weird finish to a third but you lost now if you had three four good wins before this then maybe but you really haven't beaten anybody legitimately in five years and that was Nate Diaz who you barely beat and Eddie Alvarez who you won the belt off of and Alvarez left the company so where do you go from here? Do you give him Rafael Dos Anjos? Maybe. But other than that, there's no point in doing an 8 fight. You know, the, the, the pay per view buys won't be as big as, say, three years ago or two years ago, whenever the talk of the, the third one, you know, to come about. Um, and now he dropped out of the top five Pound for pound list. If I'm Connor and I'm talking to UFC, at first, like I was thinking, you know, just just sail off into the sunset. You don't need the money. You're 33 years old. You're gonna be 34, 34 and a half by time you're you're able to to fight again. So you're on the wrong side of 30. Maybe just do money fights. You know, maybe they're will be a fight for Nate Diaz. I don't think it'll be like I said as bad as big as the second fight. But it'll still pull money in because both guys are very good promoters. Maybe try to go up to like a catch weight to do a Jorge Masvidal fight. You know, I just don't know what options are out there for him at this stage in his career even boxing and you know what else this does to him too I I really do believe is it lowers his um, asking price if bare knuckle wants to sign him I know there was a year ago or two years ago small talks about bare knuckle trying to sign Connor when he was having his little spat with uh, Dana White but now definitely do it I believe and, you know, okay, you want to box. I think there's more technique in boxing than bare knuckle. And, you know, again, I'm not putting bare knuckle down. I mean, you guys know I've been behind bare knuckle boxing since, what was it, 2018 when they, they started. But he he definitely would be entertaining in bare knuckle. I think his asking price for WWE has been lowered even though I don't think WWE would sign him because they're looking to sell so I, I just don't see the options out there for for Connor. even though Dana came out already and said when Connor's ready to go and Dustin does his thing they're going to do the rematch and the only thing that made me wonder was normally Dana's like yeah, no, we'll definitely do the rematch. He added a, I guess, at the end of it. So even he sounds like he might be questioning what's, you know, what to do with Connor. If I was Connor, I would just pack it in. You got the money. Not a bad life to retire at 33 years old and enjoy life with your your kids and your wife. So I think that's going to be it for this week, guys. Um, like I said, there's I mean, there's a UFC card this week. Misha, uh, Misha Tate making her comeback. I'll probably tune in for that fight, but I was looking at the other fights. I'm like, nothing really jumped out at me. So next week we have bare knuckles. So I'll, I'll bring my bare knuckle picks back for our, our segment, which is sponsored by BetAngles. Head over to BetAngles.com. For all your live scores, odds, and the best expert picks every day. So, after you're done doing that, make sure you head over to our staytunesports.net. All of our social media accounts, our Twitter, Facebook, YouTube channel is all on the right-hand side there. Our merch tab's up top. We're going to start adding some more stuff over the summer here. And also, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash case you want to sponsor or if you want to uh, show your support in a different way and if you don't like my Conor McGregor opinion well give the STS chat a call 612-STS-CHAT 612-787-2428 so till next week this is your good friend Jimbo signing out